Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, TV fans, it is Emmy season. The Prediction Center at Gold Derby is up and running with the early takes of more than a thousand of our users. But what do you think? And what do the Gold Derby editors think? I'm Tom O'Neill. Here is Joyce Eng, our smartest predictor of all time in any league of editors, of experts. And uh, Joyce, let's start with drama series because this is a real drama. We not only have some formidable uh, foes here, but we have some returning old favorite nominees. Uh, well, first of all, of all time, that's high praise. I don't. I don't know <laughs> if that's quite accurate. I'm not. I'm not just being humble here, but um, yeah. Uh, well, this year is very exciting because Game of Thrones is finally gone. <laughs> so <laughs> goodbye. Um, and, but I, I don't think it's as open as you might think it might be just be, be with it gone because I think it's successions to lose. Um, it blew up last year when the second season was airing, which is what it's eligible for this year. Um, it basically dominated the winter awards, uh, winning the globe. Uh, it was blanked at SAG, which is a little bit troubling, but they're also, super behind on things, although you would think they would have caught up with the second season. But anyway, uh, it won DG, uh, not DJ, uh, PGA, WJ. It didn't win DGA, lost that to Watchmen, which is now unlimited for the Emmys, but it won DGA last year. So it still has that win um, under its belt. Uh, and it's just, it's sort of like uh, a, a maybe like Fleabag in a minor key this year, or even like Parasites. Um, in that people love the show. Like this is what people were talking about last summer, even though no one was predicting it to win drama series last year because of Game of Thrones, even though season eight was awful. Uh, but it was probably like by the Emmys last year, I had it in second and, you know, it won writing. So I think it's going to explode this year. I'm hoping to get a bunch of acting nominations because it didn't get any acting nominations last year either. Um, and yeah, the no SAG nominations is not good, but I feel like with the unlimited uh, prediction uh, slots when, when you're nominating will help them. So they could probably get some people in. Um, and then other than that, I think you'll we'll have the crown back. Um, yep, yep. And Ozark after its surprise directing win for Jason Bateman last year. It's premiering in March or this month. 
um, and Julia Garner won last year. Westworld's back this year, um, so have that getting in. Um, I think Handmaids can get it back just because it still got 11 nominations last year and high-profile guest drama wins uh, for its orphaned episodes. So I have right. that getting so the, in. The top categories weren't eligible, but there was this, yeah. this eligibility flute that allowed it to get they, in. Some... You know, they played the game, so. Yeah, oh, no, it was brilliantly played, yeah. uh, but it showed us how strong it still is, yeah. Yeah, um, and I have Better, better Call Saul getting in. Uh, it, I just want it to win a goddamn Emmy. I don't care. <laughs> time. I just want it to be able to call it an Emmy-winning show somehow. Oh, that's fantastic. I have that in, um, and season five is great. Um and then I also have Big Little Lies getting in. Uh, you know, season two wasn't as great as season one. I know some people still love it. I feel like it just kind of became like a meme machine with like all the Renata stuff and then, you know, Meryl. It, it wasn't as like solid, but yeah, it still has some support. You know, it, it got that the SAG ensemble nomination, none individually, but it's, it got that. And I, I think it, it's still like high profile enough that it could sneak in there. But, you know, unlike last year, the drama race is super strong this year and it's the reverse for comedy, which we can talk about later. So I'm, I'm, I'm probably only confident in like five of them. I could see, you know, a bunch of other shows. Yeah, the morning show is a real contender here. This is yeah. its first Emmy cycle and it's a show about TV. And while um, uh, some of the critics haven't been on board with it, many, many other big ones have, and its audience score is huge. It might be the equivalent, let's say, of Joker last year at the Oscars last cycle, where it had the most nominations. Um, I don't think they're going to get that carried away with Morning Show, but we can't take certain kind of critical assumptions uh, for granted when we see such strong industry support. It did really well, of course, uh, at Golden Globes. Uh, Jennifer won at SAG, and now it's entering the Emmy cycle, and it's got an enormously sky-high uh, audience score at like Rotten Tomatoes and IMDb, which often... Um, is reflected in industry support. So that those are our top eight at Gold Derby. But that, there's also like Stranger Things and, you know. Oh, yeah, Stranger Things is bad. Pose. Right. Yeah, so like there's like a lot of stuff that could get in. And Pose, we've got that in our mini last year. And then uh, we've got Amazon's Hunters in the mix. Uh, let's bring in Zach Law. Zach, you and I saw Hunters together at the premiere. It's outstanding. And uh, it's got Al Pacino on in every scene acting bigger and bigger and bigger. And if, uh, um, as, as you, I've now seen all 10, 10 episodes, he just dominates the storyline and dominates everything, giving it this kind of awards cred and glow. Um, what other observations do you have on this drama race? This is, this is us, is always uh, has such a passionate core of support here. And, um, um, it almost always gets in. Right, and it's because of all those acting nominations that they get every single year. I mean, last year, you would have thought would have been a year that it could have easily dropped out. It came back in and got even more acting nominations than it had the year before. Um, the, the problem that shows like This Is Us or Killing Eve is another one that got in last Killing year. Uh, Pose, all these different shows. The problems that they have is that like Joyce, I agree that this is pretty much a race for succession to lose. Um, the real drama in the drama series category is what other shows are going to get nominated. 
because even with Game of Thrones out and Bodyguard is the other one that is not coming back from last year, you still have six returning shows from last year. You have all these shows like The Crown, The Handmaid's Tale, Stranger Things, Westworld that got in the year before that are coming back. And then you have all these new shows like Hunters, like uh, uh, The Morning Show, which I have getting in. Things like uh, Mindhunter, which has uh, gotten a groundswell of support in its second season. All these new shows and things that we're not even talking about right now because they haven't premiered yet. Um, the Outsider is another one, I should say, that's that's gotten some kind of uh, big audience scores and, and critical audits that could just as easily be a contender. So it really is just like a choose-your-own-adventure of what six or seven shows are you going to get nominated. Um, I feel very confident about The Crown getting in. Um, and I feel uh, that the kind of tech and acting support is going to carry that through. I have Ozark getting in. I have The Handmaid's Tale. Westworld, we're going to see about in a couple of weeks, if that's going to live up to its uh, first two seasons. I've got Better Call Saul, and I have The Morning Show getting in, because I think that the buzz on that show really improved as it went along. Oh, it and, did. It, yeah. It's such a great show, my gosh. People really... Uh, Susan uh, was then a, get in here. Yeah, you kicked everybody's ass with Emmy predictions. Was it last year or Emmy nominations? No, that was two years ago when... Oh, okay. Well, then you're due for a comeback. <laughs> I hope. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm picking the marvelous Mrs. Maisel again for comedy. All right, let's jump over to comedy. Good thinking, okay? Yeah. And uh, because as most Emmy watchers know that it's won eight... Um, Emmys its first two seasons and that they maintain a record there and uh, I think the production values is what is keeping it really top notch because the first episode when they do this great you know show for the soldiers yeah. yeah and it's just like you know, with this show, they pour so much money into it, and it shows in every episode. But it's almost like each um, episode is like a little movie unto itself. And I think, you know, as good as the actors are, I think it's, it's you know, it's the below-the-line people that really, you know, d- does it proud, and, and it's, it stands out. But curb your, your enthusiasm is back, and yeah. I'm I'm not up on you know if it's ever won an Emmy or anything. No, but it hasn't. Yeah, and I don't know why why wouldn't it have been? But he's so unlikable. <laughs> That's the reason. <laughs> well, it's great, but the curmudgeonly stuff. You sometimes it's like uh, House uh, didn't yeah. uh, win top Emmys because it was. Uh, the lead character was so grouchy. That, that's my theory. But on the other hand, of course, um, Kirk always gets in and when it's in its race when it's eligible. Right. And I don't know. Is Dead to Me coming back? Versus- yes, it's, it's it's in there. Um, uh, yeah. We have our top uh, contenders, by the way, in the uh, Emmy Prediction Center at Gold Derby are uh, Maisel Schitt's Creek. Uh, Curb, The Good Place, which was nominated last year, uh, Kaminsky Mes- Method, Dead to Me, Run, the new HBO uh, show, and Modern Family is in the eighth position, Rami, which uh, popped at the Golden Globes, and um, 
what we do in the shadows and uh, these, these other things below that. But these are these those are the the biggie. Silicon Valley's uh, in the running again. It has been nominated in the past. Uh, Apple has Little America, which is uh, in the race. The other two had a cool factor. I'm looking at my list. Sorry to be rude. Yeah, it's all right. Um, and Avenue Five, Dollface. Um, well, Dead to Me, I'm very fond of, and the two actresses are just terrific. And uh, I think I don't know. You know, I, I have no idea. You know, I as far as I look at my Facebook page and stuff. <laughs> At least the people I know were watching it and enjoying it. So, right. let's jump back in here. Let's talk about acting for comedy, and the uh, 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 top contenders are for in terms of uh, Gold Derby predictions for actress: are Rachel Brosnahan, Catherine O'Hara, Christina Applegate, Merritt Weaver, Emmy Darling. Uh, Kirsten Dunst for Becoming a God in Central Florida. She was, I believe, Golden Globe nominated, right? Aquafina, mm -hmm. Nora from Queens. Uh, uh, take it away. Give us your overview here on this category. Um, I think Catherine O'Hara can win this for Schitt's Creek. Um, I actually have both her and Eugene winning. I feel like, I mean, yes, it's literally their last chance because it's the final season of Schitt's Creek. Um, but they're both legends icons and um the final season is great and you know it surprised the show surprised us all last year when it broke through and got in um and i feel like this is just one of those cases of you know people finally catching on to a show it took them a while because you know shit screen was on netflix so people finally watched and saw how great it was um and there's no well as of right now <laughs> there's no like Fleabag, <laughs> yeah, that's just gonna completely take over and like charm the pants off everyone. Um, so I I think they can pull it off. And like even though it's the show is technically old, it's in you know it's ending, but this is just it's still like new to the Emmys. Like this would just be its second and final year it's competing. And it has the Fleabag factor. Let's yeah, say. yeah. It's it it's it's witty and it's okay. cool. It yeah. People are emotionally invested in it. It's not the rooting factor. It's got this evangelizing that is going on as we talk about for Parasite, Fleabag, Succession this season has it. Uh, uh, Schitt's Creek is, it's got the cool factor. Yeah, I actually have all uh, four of the actors getting in. I have Annie Murphy um, and Dan Levy getting in and supporting too. Um, yeah, and then I have uh, Rachel Brosnahan in second. I mean, she can easily just win again. Like we all know the only reason she didn't win last year was because of Fleabag and Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Um, and even if Fleabag hadn't been around last year, like, you know, maybe she would not have beaten Julie Louis-Dreyfus. Like, I don't know if you can, I mean, I guess you could say that since beat flopped last year that Julia like was not in second and Maisel did well, but anyway, um, I, I think it would be hilarious if, like, she doesn't win again like, and she's the lead and, like, Alex Borstein and Tony Shalhoub keep winning because I have them winning supporting right now. Um, and I have both um, Dead to Me leads getting in, Christina uh, and Linda. Um, uh, you know, Linda leads needs a lot more love just in general. Um, you know, Christina, she's great. She got all the 
praise on the nominations for season one. So I'm hoping with the open slots this year, like Linda can get in, you know, still season two, so I haven't seen. Um, and yeah, I also have Merritt and Aquafina getting in, but I could also see, you know, their old staples coming back, like Lily Tomlin, Allison Janney, just, you know, because like most of, you know, everyone is gone from last year, except for, um, excuse me, Rachel and Christina um, and Catherine. And so they have all these open slots and they could just easily just fall back to old habits if they're not checking out these new shows. Uh, so I'm hoping for some new blood. So I have those right now. So I hope I don't uh, have to I mean, we, and she's got a lot of votes at Gold Derby. Yeah. I don't know about her. Like I, I don't know. I have Ted Danson getting in again. And I think like Maya Rudolph can probably get into guests, but I don't like, I don't think the good place has ever taken off the way that maybe a lot of us hope it would have, even though it finally broke through a couple years ago. Um, and you know, it, this was also its last season is it just ended, but I don't, feel like there was that same kind of buzz for it either. And I don't like saying that because I really like the show, but it, it just it just seemed like it just ended and like that was it. In eighth position, we have Pamela. Uh, yeah, she's uh, another one who could come back who's been on. I know, yes. Yeah, we have, uh, uh, you know, A.D. Bryant from Shrill and Issa Rae Insecure. These are, I'm just reading off the list here. And... Uh, we don't know yet, by the way, we were over meeting with uh, some of the Emmy folks behind uh, Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist, and if that's going comedy or drama series, uh, that hasn't popped up in our conversation. In some cases, we just don't know the answers of where things are competing. I think we have uh, Zoe in this case in uh, comedy, but it's not final. Okay, Zach, you're on. Comedy actor. Uh, Joyce says, Eugene Levy. What, what does Zach Law say? Well, I say Eugene Levy as well. Um, <laughs> so uh, you should listen to Joyce and I. We're the smartest uh, predictors in the yeah. world. We built also <laughs> called Parasite, so. We did, exactly. And so. I have Eugene, too. <laughs> <laughs> and Susan is an expert as well, yes. Um, I think that... Um, like you said, Schitt's Creek really is the show that has the buzz. It's got the passionate support. Mm -hmm. I still, I think there's a lot of respect for Maisel. And I think you could even see Maisel, th this is the interesting thing about the comedy race is it's sort of the inverse of the drama race. You have so many shows that are not in the running this year, like mm -hmm. Fleabag, like um, Barry, like Russian Doll uh, has not been dated. Atlanta again. Well. Atlanta again, yeah. And, uh, and Veep as well. So those are shows that normally would dominate in these acting and writing and directing categories. They're all gone. That leaves the possibility open for a show like Schitt's Creek to improve in its nominations. It only got four nominations last year. Those were an improvement over the zero that it had gotten for its first five seasons. But still, I mean, it was not enough to really push it over that threshold and become a serious contender. This year, I think that's going to change. I think you are going to see people like Dan Levy and Annie Murphy getting in alongside Catherine and Eugene, both of whom I have winning right now. Um, and I think that if Schitt's Creek is going to be a real challenger to win, this could be Eugene Levy's to lose because, again, Bill Hader's not there. Donald Glover's not there. We don't know if there's going to be a springtime contender like Adamo Gleason for run that's really going to, 
you know, emerge as this new kind of hot front runner. Um, everyone else in that category, I guess Ted Danson would perhaps be his uh, next best competition for The Good Place, or Rami Youssef, who just won the Golden Globe. Um, Larry David will never win acting for Curb, unfortunately. <laughs> I should never say never, but, you know, at this point, maybe you can say never after 10 losses. Um, you don't really go for people who play, like, a version of themselves. Right, yeah. Um, what do you think when Dan and Eugene were on the Oscars, is that helpful for them? You mean the because SAG? I, the SAG. That's what it was. Okay. I think that's definitely a great campaign uh, uh, tool for them. You know, it, uh, it it certainly helped remind people that they love the show so much. Um, it's going to be up to Pop to really keep the show in the forefront of voters' minds now that it has ended. Um, you know, it's, it's a long way off from when we have uh, Emmy voting. But I think that uh, it has that kind of cool factor that a Fleabag had. Uh, that can really help sustain it in the minds of all these voters. Mm-hmm. So I do have Dan, I, Dan, I do have Eugene Levy winning. Mm-hmm. Um, and like Joyce, uh, I also have the two marvelous Mrs. Maisel folks, uh, Tony Shalhoub and uh, Alex Borstein winning again. But I could be convinced otherwise, depending on how these uh, nominations This shape was up. Alex's best season. Absolutely. I swear right. to God. When she was swimming in the pool, I could watch it all day. So. <laughs> <laughs> but one thing that we should talk about that is really interesting, you know, because all these shows are gone, that opens up a lot of slots in these supporting categories. Uh, yeah, supporting and, actor. Yeah. And Maisel, you know, has a lot of contenders that could fill up some of these slots, um, like Maren Hinkle and Jane Lynch has now moved over to supporting from guest. Um, in supporting actor, you've got Tony Shalhoub, who could be joined by uh, old Emmy favorite Sterling K. Brown. And uh, perhaps Mr. Maisel, Michael Zegan, could finally get in, uh, just because there's so, there's so many open slots there that need to be filled. Uh, let, let's jump over uh, to the um, uh, drama actress race here, and let's bring Joyce back. Uh, Olivia Coleman is way out front here in our Gold Derby odds right now. And uh, we've got Jennifer Aniston, recent SAG winner, Jodie Comer, recent Emmy winner, Elizabeth Moss, Emmy Darling, Nicole Kidman, Big Little Lies. Uh, take it away. Size this up for us, this place. Uh, I, I have Olivia for now um, and Jennifer in second. They split the globe and the SAG, even though I think most of us thought it would probably go the other way. <laughs> um, but I think... I, I think I they're both in and I think it would really depend on like how each show does in terms of nominations because um it, yeah like like you know you guys have said like morning show it got hammered by the critics for um because they only sent out the first three episodes and then after the bad reviews they sent out the whole season um and but you know fans really like the show and Jennifer is like unimpeachable on the show she's really great. Um, and Billy Crudup as well. I haven't given into supporting, uh, but you know, it's it, the show itself. I think it's it's probably still too early to say. Like it's it's been kind of uneven in terms of like the winter precursors. Like, you know, we got those three individual SAG nominations, but it didn't make drama ensemble. So whereas the Crown won drama ensemble, 
and it's Olivia Coleman. I, and you know, she hasn't won an Emmy yet, uh, but she's she's been nominated. This would be her third nomination in four years. Uh, and I I think like she right now she still has the edge because we know the crown is established with the Academy and Claire Foy pulled off one of the bigger upsets in the last couple of years when she beat Elizabeth Moss for her second and final season. Um, and I guess you can argue that maybe people want to wait to award Olivia because she has one more season uh, after this, but not Imelda Staunton who will just have one after her. Um, but yeah, right now I have Olivia. And then Laura yeah. Linney, Ozark. Yeah, I have Laura, Laura getting back in. Um, and I have Elizabeth getting in, um, and I have Nicole Kidman getting in for Big Little Lies. And then my my hope diction is for Sarah Snook for Succession, because oh, yeah. Shiv deserves this. Uh, she was, Everybody. like, season two was much more of a, a Shiv season. Like, I, you know, they, they submitted her in lead for season one as well, um, even though, like, um, it's, you could argue, like, she was more supporting. But, you know, season two, like, she she was like the lead uh or the, the lead actress um but this is a tough category and i easily see her missing but i i hope she gets in there uh let's uh, jump down real quick to um drama actor actor i have both brian cox and jeremy strong getting <laughs> You're just, uh, you're just. Uh, I am a succession fan. I've said this for months. <laughs> so, um, anyone who's watched or listened to me knows that. Uh, but you know, Brian won the Globe. So, and Jeremy won Critics' Choice. They really like. I don't think they've been like nominated against each other um, anywhere. So, I I think they can get in. And you know, we've had like Sterling and Milo get in the past couple years together. So it's not like they're allergic to multiple nominations from the same show in this category, like they were for 12 years before that. Um, and it's again, unlimited people you can write in when you nominate um, in the nominating stage. So they could put both of them in and they could get enough votes to both get in. But I have Brian winning. I have Jason Bateman um, in second. You know, that directing win last year was just kind of like a WTF, <laughs> but people really love Ozark. And people love him, so uh, I could easily see him winning, especially if Brian and Jeremy, if they get in and they split the vote. Um, and I have Bob Odenkirk getting in, his perennial nomination, uh, and Sterling getting in. And then I have Aaron Paul for Westworld. But Westworld has a bunch you of... You don't have Billy Porter in there? Shame on no, you. No, I don't. And, like, that's, like the thing because I debated <laughs> putting him in. <laughs> but I feel like last oh, year was a case yeah, of, that's insane I, that you don't no, have him no. in. I feel like last year was a case of like a perfect storm for him because it was it wasn't like a really competitive category for him last year. And like Pose was riding high on like a great season one and season two was airing. And it was like a great narrative as well. And he just he was kind of like the talk of you know, all like the red carpet events and everything in the lead up to that. And I think for him last year, it was harder to get in. It, it, and then once he got in, it was like he could totally win. And he did. Oh, come on. Pose was so, uh, Zach, get in here. Pose <laughs> okay. was so underestimated uh, last year at the Emmys. It was most everybody did not have it in for series. Guess what it got in for series? Smart uh, emmyologists like you and me knew 
that he was out front early on. <laughs> and are we un- underestimating him again? Would you give Joyce Ang a reality check here, please? <laughs> oh, gladly. Yeah, I should. I would also say, you know, Joyce is being very bold in her lead uh, acting categories because she also doesn't have last year's actress winner, Jodie Comer. Mm-hmm. Who, Came out of nowhere. Oh, um, Joyce! I, I, I don't have Sandra either. <laughs> oh my I, I was, God! As I recall, I, I take back thinking, all uh, those huzzas I just. <laughs> yeah, you call you call me the greatest of all time. <laughs> <laughs> as I recall, oh, I was the. Oh my uh, God! We have to edit this video. As I recall, there was one brilliant person at Gold Derby last year who predicted that Jody Comer would win, and uh, he's uh, on this slugfest right now. Um, so, <laughs> uh, and he also predicted that Billy Porter was going to win. Um, so <laughs> early um, on, yeah, I had that. Too. That was easy, easy to see. Um, this is really going to depend um, on how well Pose and Killing Eve, for that matter, how well they can do overall because this is a mm-hmm. very competitive i don't th- i think billy porter I, is I've got, how pose does everywhere i i have got billy porter in even though i don't have the series in right now so i agree with you tom um i think that you know he is the face of this show his buzz has not calmed down a bit he was just on the oscar red carpet and looking fabulous um, <laughs> <laughs> was um just on the carpet for me by the way <laughs> I did not uh, look really, fabulous. Really. Oh well, I, <laughs> you and Billy should team up and do your coverage together. I, I know, think that I would know. be a really good. <laughs> but it, it really is. It's a very competitive race. Um, I do have both succession actors getting in, as well as uh, Bob Odenkirk uh, and Jason Bateman. I've got a little bit of a, a, a weird prediction in that I don't have Sterling K. Brown in right now because I have Billy Porter in. Um, it's 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 really tough to call because there are so many people that no are. Yeah, well, like, you know, Susan was that is pretty tough. Get in here, Susan. Uh, <laughs> Somebody here. Uh, okay, I have Brian Cox winning, and then I have Jason Bateman, Bob Odekirk, Jeremy Strong, Billy Porter, and Sterling Kane Brown. So, I, I would love Sterling to win everything he could. So. <laughs> Uh, we also have, in terms of this race, you know, such interesting contenders as uh, 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 Joyce mentioned. Aaron Paul is in this race. Jeffrey Wright, Westworld. Uh, uh, ben Mendelsohn, The Outsider. Don't underestimate Ben Mendelsohn again at the Emmys, as we have to your peril, as we have done some of us in the past. Don't tell Kit Harrington. <laughs> Don't tell Kit Harrington, who was considered the front runner of that year, based on Gold Derby's uh, stupid prediction. App, a good old Patrick Stewart for Star Trek Picard. He is, there's so much uh, respect and love for him. He's had many Emmy nominations uh, and Tonys and all those things. Um, and so I think he's having this wonderfully peak moment. Forrest Whitaker, Oscar winner for uh, Godfather of Harlem. Rami Malek, past winner, is back. Uh, it doesn't matter what we think. Those of you at uh, list, watching this video, listening at home, uh, get to Gold Derby's prediction center make your predictions they affect our odds and all of hollywood is looking at our odds and looking at our lists help us terrify them uh, with your views please and uh we will be back soon to size up to basically take back everything we've said here and revise it in the future slides (laughs) 
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.